welcome, welcome to the Simply King podcast. This is your boy Rodney Perry King himself, and you just tuned in to the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for Humans, Simply Being Humans. And today uh, is a special one. We are back with a series special, Volume Two of the Lyrical Audacity episodes. You know, so. Fun episode. Hope y'all feeling good. Hope y'all feeling great. Thank you for all the support I've been getting, all the interactions, all of the plays, all the replays, all the sharing, all the social sharing, all the engagement. I really do want to give y'all. I need to do that more often. I, I don't. I'm very, very grateful for the people who tune in, tap in, and fuck with my shit. You can follow me everywhere at Kings underscore Memoirs. Follow the podcast at Simply King Pod, and make sure you check out my business page at Life as King on IG, as well as go to the website at www.lifeisking.com to check out these digital marketing services. You feel me? But what are we talking about? What is lyrical audacity? Lyrical audacity is basically my way of breaking down the lines words as well as the visual because that's the thing we gotta we gotta really call these things out these things are ridiculous sometimes so we're gonna go through three songs it's a triple header today all came out between 98 to the early 2000s like i think two of the songs came out in 2000 only one came out in 98 so triple header i have to get this thing started off right, make sure that if you want to go and tap into the volume one, I highly suggest I was I made the whole episode about you don't know my name because it was too much egregiousness in the lyrics as well as in that video that I had to discuss. But I feel like these are similar in 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 and you know spiritually similar to me, you know, because they all have this great tune, this great sonics. But they also all have something very off about this delivery of quote unquote love song. You know, it's when we really look into it, it's something off about it. It's just, it's just not it's not quite right. Um, why don't we tap into what this first song is? And it is Maya's Fallen. Maya's Fallen. Um Came off of her second album, Fear of Flying. And um, basically, the song was released as, uh, in like, literally, it was the peak of the 2000s. Got all the way up to number 15 on the hot Billboard 100 charts. Um, and they say that the, the, the lyrics of the song explore the theme of falling in love. Shout out to Notion for being, yet again, a splendid, splendid addition to my overall process. I'm loving it. Second weekend using this. This is handy as hell. Um, Maya still look good, y'all. I know y'all seen that little little squirt, squirt, oof, bottle, faux pas she had where some uh, green juice just eject. I mean, came out on her hair near her face, and she just could smile and think that it was so sweet and funny. Like, Whew, Maya, man, Maya still look good. You know, when you start looking better with age, it'd be, it'd be crazy. I ain't gonna hold you. It'd be crazy. But I actually used AI to create the script for this episode. And I want to read you something that I came up with. I forgot what the prompt I used, but they gave me something real 
nice, a good synopsis of this overall song, and then we can get into the lyrics. Sim- Maya's Fallen is a song about love, but not all sunshine and rainbows. <laughs> the lyrics describe the feeling of falling in love and the fear that comes with it. Maya sings, I can't believe I'm falling. I thought I'd die alone. It's a vulnerable admission, but it also tinged with sadness. The song's bridge takes things further as Maya sings, sometimes love brings pain. I don't want to fall again, but I can't help the way I feel about you. It's a bittersweet sentiment that many of us can't relate to. Now, let's get into the lyrics, right? So basically... The ridiculousness of this even isn't even in the lyrics right in front of you all the time. Sometimes it's just a matter of how you're interpreting these things. <laughs> and if you're interpreting, if you're interpreting these things as something that is you should take, you know, as a sweet, positive way attached to this visual, which no shade to her. Maybe somebody else came up with this concept because that's how they read to heard the song. But in reality, is giving big stalker vibes. And I know people have theories that the video is supposed to be like a cute little kink that they have, like they're playing a game or whatever, but mm, Maya's beautiful ass was stalking him. This is, I think we just need to go ahead and just own up to it. And you can, if you feel like I'm wrong, definitely let me know in the comments. Let, let me know why I'm wrong. But um, the video actually featured a, uh, really a singular actor that she was interacting with, even though she kind of had, you know, she was New York was actually the setting and background, which was so dope. She actually used, uh, well, I guess you, most people would kind of consider the far side beat from running, but it was actually, um, sampled and produced by a whole nother group, uh, which is escaping me right now. It's a Spanish group, but, um, in so many words of this, it featured, uh, Basically, Hassan Johnson, who played Weebay on The Wire, who pre The Wire, funny enough. So he was in, he was a video vixen. He got his start like so many other black men being video vixens before they became actors. It happens all the time. Um, Terrence Howard, so many people, so many people. Um, but let us get into the song. OK, let's start with. Let's start with the good old. First verse. Okay. To let you get away is crazy. Let's already get into it, y'all. The reason why I jumped on ahead and jumped right into the right into the middle of this instead of just starting straight from the thing is because. I felt like we got to point these things out. We got to jump around. We got to jump around because she is comes out of her place in this video and then hits the street, sees her man. You would think that she would just walk over to him. But no, she keeps a very pre covid triple six feet levels of worth the distance from this man. Never really is really makes real true contact with him and she's following him everywhere he goes to let you get away is crazy it's crazy 
try to be a lady. So, hilarious, because she stressed over this man that I think she does not know, y'all. And if she does know him, she knows him by way of being a stalker. That's This is not good. This is so strange. And I know I'm probably ruining a, a classic for you, but let, bear with me. Bear with me, okay? Because the fact of the matter is, that's what we see. And you can interpret it however way you want to to save your own feelings about this, but this is the truth. This is what's going on. This is what's happening, okay? But let us move on to the next part. Let's get to the chorus. Okay. Can't get up, don't want to get up. Can't get up, don't want to get up. We talking about somebody who Lily is fine as hell, could have Lily went away with any of the men that she walked past, but she's stressing this man. Why is she stressing this man? She's crazy. Maya is crazy. She's following this man. This is not kinky if it never even ends up in the kink happening. So y'all can't give me that fan theory that this was just something made up. She was doing this and it's wild. It's wild as hell that she was doing this. But then we get to verse two. Now, understand something. This woman is having a deep, deep fantasy about this stranger. And it's kind of like, okay, girl, everybody outside before the visual thought that you were really stressing over this man that you already met, already knew, already, you know, and that's a beautiful message. It's a beautiful thought. We get that. That's a very universal thing. But once you put this imagery with it, it's giving that it's giving more unrequited than anything. So what the is really going on? I'm confused, but we get it, you know? And then look, it's just, she in the, she about to go and just get naked. She just snuck into this man's crib. That's creepy. She taking clothes off, taking a bath. What? Now she went underwater. Come on now. Let's, let's, let's really get this. Really take this in. Look what's happening right now. Why, like, huh? Come on, Maya. You really stressing we bay like that? Go ahead, go crazy. But a good vocal. I will give her that. Great vocal, great vocal. And explore me. Like, she's saying all these things that to me, y'all maybe read is like endearing, and this is what I want my man to do. This is still a stranger a pedestrian to her and she snuck into this man's crib and left bottomless and I love it for her. I ain't gonna hold you I love it for her. I'm glad that she did it hopefully I mean I, the the funny thing about all of this is that Weebay looked goofy enough to see this as a complimentary thing that's the part that's so trippy to me is that he really seen this as a very complimentary thing. 
And it's like, it ain't though, but I get you though. But, huh? You know, it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. Cause he picked them pants up. Like, bro, you were literally hearing somebody running a bath upstairs and you walked, moseyed up there. Like it wasn't nothing. You know, it's, 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 it's interesting. It's interesting what's happening, you know? Extremely interesting what's happening. Um, But nevertheless, nevertheless, we are, I feel like, you know, all in all, I love Maya. Um, We do a lot for Maya as well. So I just want that to be known, that to be on record. Uh, regardless of what I'm critiquing your artistry to be, you, <laughs> I delete it right now if you tell me to. It, it won't even exist. I'll take back all the words I've said. I would denounce myself and my podcast. If that's what you need, baby, understand me. <laughs> my word is yours. But we got to move on. And honestly, my favorite and certainly could really be expounded on as for a full episode, but I have a whole series that I do in the summertime and my birthday's coming up. Yeah, yeah, turn it 30. Yeah, yeah, more about that later. Yeah, so I always try to do a fun musical-based series in the middle of the summertime. So usually it kind of falls around my birthday or falls, you know, it might start in my birthday month or in May or something like that. So I don't know how I want to, do it, but this is kind of the prelude, if anything, giving you a little taste of brothers, you know what I'm saying? Lyrical creativity, you understand? But let's get into Carl Thomas, though. Now, I Wish I Never Met Her came out in 2000 as well. Um, the song was written and produced by Mike City and was this lead single from Thomas's debut album, Emotional. I'm emotional. Y'all remember that song? Um, I Wish peaked at number one on the Billboard R&B Hip Hop Songs and Charts and number 20 on the Billboard Hot 100. Uh, The lyrics of the song explore the theme of lost love and regret. Look, Notion AI is funny to me. You hear me? And they wrote this article. We wrote this little paragraph about it. Finally, there's Carl Thomas. I wish the song is about uh, a man who has lost the love of his life and is consumed by regret. The lyrics are filled with sadness and longing as Thomas sings, I wish I never met her at all, even though I love her so. She got love for me from me. Oh, I thought it was for me, from me. Hmm. But she still let me go. It's heartbreaking sentiment. And one that speaks to the pain of lost love. Go figure. Carl Thomas was, you know, signed a bad boy, I believe, and was to me the inspiration of so much in terms of like the R&B aesthetic, you know? I think that's something that them at Bad Boy did pretty well is they always attach some like, really, really great, um, like aesthetic fashion, aesthetic attached to all of their music, all of their artists, all of their sounds. Like everybody had like a look 
Like, you know what Carl Thomas looks like. You know what Loon looks like. You know what Biggie looks like. You know what Craig Mack looks like. You know what Danny DeCain dressed like. You know what they... Like, I can keep going. I bet all of those outfits popped into all of y'all heads right now. So, I wish, you know? Um, (laughs) But let's get into it. Because you know how this thing start. We know how this thing start with the... Uh-huh. 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 It was And as you see in the video, what was so interesting about that is just like we giving, you know, it's giving brown sugar. Um, like we literally go back to the sandbox what I love. So it's like he's setting the stage for this beautiful love story for you to really get into and immediately try to connect to in some shape or form, as we see. Then they meet each other as adults, as we know. And then they finally reconnect and in that reconnection, what was so interesting is to me is giving like they was, you know, teenage lovers, broke up, moved away, didn't see each other for, you know, some time. And then they finally were just, you know, cross paths again because they, you know, who knew that, you, you know, that you moved back to the city type shit. And here we are seeing each other, immediately embracing each other, immediately damn near getting right back on track, which. This is a thing. This is not a far fetched idea. What's crazy is that this bomb she dropped on him was what? She She, he said unhappily married with children. Unhappily married with children. Unhappily married with children. What the hell is going on? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's really happening that you're going to just really drop this bomb really on me, though? Like, for real, for real. And I would be disres- I would feel disrespected if I was him, to be quite honest, because it's like you was holding my hand like we just really about to go back together. And that's what I want, baby. That's what I want. But what is happening? Like, what's really happening? Here we go with the chorus. Even though I love her so, she got love for me. It's just giving like, I can't believe you even give me the option to be a side nigga. Like, you just cut it off. As soon as you reconnect, I don't even get the option. I'll do it. That's okay. If you don't want to leave him, that's all right. Keep him. But I'm going to be here, though. Because I love you. A lot. You know, it's, that's what it's giving. Because he's trying to not dirty Mac. This is like big, like, I'm a nice guy. I don't want to dirty Mac your dude like that. But, like, we know where you want to be. You know? Like, that's what he's giving. He didn't want to do that. 
It's already been too many Dirty Mac and songs prior to this moment. If you need to know about a few of them, you can check out my series. Now that's Dirty Mackin' on YouTube right now. All four parts came out two years ago. Nevertheless, I want y'all to really think about this. Let's really, 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 really think about this. Why are you pressed? If this was the love of your life, bro, how was she out here able to get married? Able to have kids by somebody completely different? Like, old love is not the love of your life. I'm sorry to put it like that. If this is the love of your life, it's going to be on some notebook shit. You really ain't ever really moved on for real. You know? Because you know where she at. You in contact or you at least are always attempting to keep up in some way, shape, or form. Like, that's more love life type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Hence, Brown Sugar being the perfect example. That was the love of her life. She loved him the whole time. He loved her the whole time and they were friends. That's what it was, you know? So... Miss me with with the bull, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. But then you have... It hurts so bad. Sure. With me. So, that's what he's saying to himself. I don't think she said this at all. I think she might be... Because him even saying that she's unhappily married with children... Like, I can believe that. I can believe her, her, her husband is slaw, all that. But the reality of the situation is, is that she already flawed if she done gave you some impression that she will, she really wants to be with you, which it could be true in some way, shape, or form. But she also flawed because she said this with a husband that she's certainly unhappy with. So it's kind of giving, like, she probably don't need to be with neither one of y'all niggas. You understand? Because you probably not even... Because she also didn't keep up with you either, my nigga. And who knows what if with the embrace that they had, uh, that they're displaying in, the, in this video, is given that you really... Like, how could y'all be so happy to see each other this much if it was all good? I'm confused. That's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit confused about this. But, you know, I digress. And what was interesting... Is his faces and all of these and this part of the video is so hilarious to me. And he can't believe that his that this woman who is married with children is staying with her husband. She's gonna work this out, bruh. She got incentive to work it out. And it ain't got nothing to do with him. You understand? So you lost, bro. Let it go. Let her go. Cause you she you was good in the in-between. You know, you know, big old, nice, white, you know what I'm saying? Early 2000s type style player loft. Get it going, bro. Get it. T- turn it up. Bring a sweater out. Bring a bubble coat. You will find something else. Yes. Yes. So they could be a family, bro. That's just what it is. So they could be a family. What else would they be doing right now? She's married to him. They're a family automatically. Get over yourself. Like, I don't think he, I think this was a genuine probably coincidence that he probably hates himself for because he probably was like, I'm looking for something. I don't ever come to this side of town type of thing. And he just sees now where she lives and all that's going on. And she knows the car or whatever it's given. 
you know? But he's so, so distraught, just, just distraught. For the children. What about me, though? Fuck them kids is what it's giving, y'all. It's giving fuck them kids. And it's ridiculous. You're a grown-ass man, Carl Thomas. You can find somebody else. You will be okay. You're lying. This is cap. Cap. You do not love this woman this much that you depressed. It's conquest shit. This is not real, bro. You didn't have her in your life for so long. Why not? Because you weren't thinking about it. You weren't. And it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. All in all, before I get to the last song, I want you, I want to start off by reading yet again another paragraph that Notion AI came up with. Um... Because they wrote this in like a paragraph, like almost like an article form for me as a monologue. I like it. And it says, when it comes to love songs, the lyrics are what really make them special. They can evoke so much emotion and tell a story sometimes with a double meaning. Take Jay Cousier's She's All I Got, for example. On the surface, it's a simple love song about a man who can't live without his woman. But when you really listen to the lyrics, you realize that the guy is pretty much helpless without her. He can't cook. He can't clean. He can't even remember to pay the bills. It's a song about dependence and some might say codependence. And so while all these songs may seem like simple love songs on the surface, their lyrics tell a much more complex story. They explore themes of dependence, fear and regret and remind us that love is never as simple as it seems. And if you don't know Jay Cousier, um, which I understand if you don't. She's all I got. Um, um, he's from Brooklyn, New York. And his 1998 hit, She's All I Got, actually reached number 17 on the Hot 100 charts. So it was that thing. You feel me? Kuzier has also written and produced songs for other artists, including Maya, 3LW, and Will Smith. You understand? Um... Y'all probably have never heard this song or very much remember the song because I think it's one of those ones that people might, it's one of those ones that was very much giving one hit wonder, but it did, it did what it needed to do at the time, right? So let's get into it. Let's get into it. I want to tell y'all about my old lady. Get my little rock on. Really crazy. Red flag out the gate. First five lines. She blacks out. Blacks out. At the drop of a dime. But she's still my baby. Big delusion. She likes to get into confrontation. And you see this boy, he he, he giving the he almost giving the Smokey Robinson just it's giving just old man, but you know, go crazy. With me, testing the patience to see like he, he pleading. He pleading. I lose my head. 
He's pleading right now. He doesn't know what to really do with himself because his girl's crazy and she might beat his ass. He's filled with fear. Big fear. And then the chorus comes. Sometimes I love her. This is the part everybody usually remembers. Now, how ridiculous does that sound, y'all? This man, dead ass, cannot live without this woman. Even though he's listed several red flags, she done put his hands on him, she's confrontational. What? Short-tempered, antagonizing. What more do you, what? Bro, want more for yourself. Want more for yourself, fellas. Want more for yourself, ladies. Want more for yourself, ladies and thems. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> but I continue. Um, I knew it was a little bit more left on that one, but verse two, or the verse I want to highlight. Many times I felt like a believing Oh girl, but I'm way too deep in love with her As crazy as she is, I want her to have my kids so What are we talking about, bro? For real, what are we saying? For real, what are we saying? I guess for me, it's just boils down to like, what the hell be wrong with people? Why do they be choosing misery in their lives? And it's okay. I understand. But Jay Cousier is a good representation of a dependent man who we also never really got to his side of the story in that song. I implore you all to go and check out the full song. We really never get what is it that he does in any way, shape or form. Not trying to throw blame because I think. She's obviously crazy if he writing a song about it in this way. But obviously, why would she change if she sees that he's not going to go anywhere? This nigga wrote a song about she's all I got. Bro, you can have so much more. Go for more. And this is a message to everybody. Because this is it. We can wrap it up. People need to understand something when it comes to all these things. We have to go under the surface sometimes to really understand what's motivating us to do certain things. Period. That's what all this is happening. Do you really care that much? Is there a better approach to this? Do you deserve what's happening? Ask yourself those questions. Didn't know you was going to get a little lesson like that on this one, huh? A little fun, a little fungication, a little funication, right? But I'm signing off. I hope y'all feeling this. Hope y'all share this, give this out to anyone that you know. Make sure that you follow me everywhere at Kings underscore memoirs. Follow the podcast at Simply King Pod. Follow the, my business page at Life is King on Instagram and Facebook. And make sure you check out the website at www.lifeisking.com for all digital marketing and creative production services. I am here locally in Atlanta. I got to keep telling folks that I'm here locally in Atlanta. I'm here locally in Atlanta. So looking to collaborate if you need some Assistance with your digital marketing, definitely hit my line. Let's get a consultation. Go win. You feel me? So 
appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. This has been the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for Humans, Simply Being Humans. I am Rodney Perry, and you just tuned in to Lyrical Audacity. This is Simply King. Peace.